Today we come to Revelation chapter 9, still moving forward in the section running from chapter chapter 8 to chapter 11. So this whole period uh, covering, oh, it's one of those seven sections covering the whole period of time uh, between the first and second comings of Christ. And uh, so this chapter continues the vision of the seven trumpets. In chapter 9, we read about the fifth and sixth trumpets being blown. And the seventh and final trumpet trumpet will not be described until chapter 11. Again, these trumpets, to remind you, symbolize initial measures of judgment from God against unbelief and ungodliness uh, in the world throughout the period of time between the first and second comings of Christ and that are meant to serve as warnings to people and bring them to repentance, i.e. Revelation 9, 20 and 21, as we have in this chapter. So let's take a quick look at, at what the unveiling uh, of the next two trumpets show us. Let's think again about the, the meaning of the trumpets. Let's take them in reverse order. Beginning in verse 13, John sees the vision of the angels uh, sounding the sixth trumpet. And while there is a great deal of imagery described here, the overall theme seems to be that of warfare. Among the descriptions you find uh, are images of mounted troops, verse 16, who wore breastplates of, as armor, verse 17, and by them a third of mankind was killed, verse 18, while many more they wound, verse 19. There's the imagery of war. Recall that each of these trumpets announce preliminary judgments that will exist in the world throughout the, the, the church age in the world. War is a curse on the world because of sin. It wreaks untold havoc on the world. As it gets closer and closer to the time of the return of Christ, the Bible tells us that it will be a time, Matthew 24, 6, marked by wars and rumors of wars. Wars are not natural occurrences in the world, but are in fact very unnatural because of sin. The, the increasing regularity and horror of war in the world is meant to show us the reality of, of what we do and what we're capable of doing if we're left to ourselves. It's meant to bring us to the end of ourselves and bring us to repentance toward God in, in faith and faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and to save us from ourselves. See again verses 20 and 21 here in chapter 9. When you see and hear of war in the world, think of this. Then we come back to the fifth trumpet. While the sixth trumpet, uh, as well as the first four, signaled physical forms of judgments that would characterize our world, the fifth trumpet signals that there will also be spiritual forms of judgment. The vision of the fifth trumpet begins with John declaring in verse 1, I saw a star fallen from heaven to earth. The wording here is reminiscent of Jesus in Luke 10, 18, when he said I saw, of Satan, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. For this reason, the fifth trumpet seems to signal the activity of Satan in the world. Uh, this is further confirmed as we're told in verses 1 and 2, he was given the key to the shaft of the bottomless pit, and he opened the shaft of the bottomless pit. The, the Greek word translated bottomless pit here is the Greek word abyss. Here the abyss is opened. This seemed to uh, refer to a place where demons are kept in prison. Recall the episode in Luke 8 when Jesus cast the demons out of a man in Luke. And in Luke 8.31, they begged him not to command them to depart into the abyss. It was then that Jesus cast them instead into a herd of pigs, Luke 8.32 and 33. The demons did not want to be in the abyss. So it seemed to be a place of imprisonment. Uh, for demons. You can see also uh, first two or three verses of Revelation chapter 20. 
The significant aspect of the fifth trumpet is that the opening of the abyss, the bottomless pit, seems to be and to signal the release of demons and demonic activity into the world. Moreover, John sees that, uh, in verse 11, that they have as a king over them the angel of the bottomless pit. This, again, is a reference to Satan. And his name in Hebrew is Abaddon, and in Greek he is called Apollyon. These are figurative monikers meant to describe Satan's activity in the world. In Hebrew, Abaddon means destruction, and in Greek, Apollyon means destroyer. And as far as being a king over them, did not Paul already refer to Satan in 2 Corinthians 4 4 as the God, little g, of this world? As far as being named a destroyer, did Jesus himself not say of Satan that he comes only to steal, kill, and to destroy? John 10 10. Did Peter not say, Your adversary, the devil, prowls around seeking someone to devour? 1 Peter 5 8. So having established that the fifth trumpet seems to signal. Uh, that one of the preliminary judgments against a rebellious world is um, is the activity of Satan and his demons in the world, there's an important phrase here that you don't need to overlook and to miss. Notice very carefully in verse 3 that it says, they were given power. They were given power to do their activity in the world. Just as Satan could do no more to Job than what the Lord gave him specific permission to do, so also he cannot to this day do anything in the world without permission being given to him to do so. This is comforting to believers because we know that we are sealed and protected, Revelation 9.4, and everything that takes place in this world, even judgments against it, will ultimately work together for our good. And those are just a few thoughts from Revelation chapter 9.